0: The Helipod brought to you in part by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has rolled out another one-of-a-kind offer. And this is to celebrate basketball. It's back. The NBA season starts tonight, and DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players 100-to-1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's right. If your team wins, you can cash out for a crisp 100 dollars. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. What does that mean? All my friends said, "Oh man, I put my money in, it's is it hard to get out?" No, it's not hard. You click a button on the app, they give you your winnings, and if you want to bet more, you bet more. If you don't, you take your money. How great is that? Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code HELIPOD when you sign up to get 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's promo code helipod for new players to get a shot at that great deal for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Restrictions apply. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. And, of course, we are brought to you by Viori Clothing. Yes, these are a staple of my wardrobe performance apparel that is designed for you to look good, feel good, and work out good, if you know what I mean. All kinds of great shorts, joggers, hoodies. This is the perfect Christmas gift for you, for your spouse, for your kids. I bought my son Chase a bunch of this gear. You can wear it anywhere, and it looks awesome. It's Viori V-U-O-R-I, clothing.com slash helipod to get 20% off your first purchase today check out the core shorts they have kind of a built-in liner I'm telling you these things are unbelievable and with that it is time for the helipod with MJD All right, MJD, week 16 is uh, almost upon us. We have a great week of
1: football. I mean, we got Friday football, we have Saturday football, and then, of course, the uh, regular Sunday slate. Yeah, but the matchups are awesome. Uh, I think this is going to be one of our, our toughest pick em, uh just because of the different matchups that we have, the way teams are playing, kind of what happened in week 15 as well, right? I know we're going to get into how the, the Rams lost and how Pittsburgh lost to two teams that they were favored by double digits is it it's football season this is this is the time um and it's gonna be funny because you're gonna hear like two sides of the tail with me when we start talking about those 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 uh, teams um I think one may use their loss as a uh, springboard to kind of get them going and ready for the playoffs and the other one is kind of on a downward spiral yeah um and I don't know how they're gonna bounce out of it they got a lot of other stuff going on but you know I think week 16. The NFL did it right by making sure you have top-notch games and then divisional games uh, this week, because it, it, a lot's on the line right now. Well, as we
0: got ready to start this podcast, uh, news just comes down about Washington football team quarterback Dwayne Haskins. Uh-uh. Uh, dis- disappointing news. It's not. I don't think it's a huge deal. It's just, it kind of, paints a picture of a quarterback who is immature, which is the picture we already had of Dwayne Haskins when he was benched. And it's like he hasn't really learned much during that time. So hold on, MJD, guys. Yeah. I know you're
1: ready to go here. No, I, I, uh, I'm, on, I'm on the same side with you. I, there's too many examples of him not being mature. And I, I can't, you only can be immature for so long. Right. Until I'm like, all right, I'm done with you. The fact that you win a game and you're taking pictures with fans instead of going out and taking the knee. Case Keenum has to run out there and take a knee. That happened last year. Uh, That was crazy. They couldn't find their quarterback to put him back in the game. Because he's taking pictures with fans. With fans. So, uh, listen,
0: there's so many things I want to get into here. But before we do, I want uh, Matthew Bubar, our crack uh, producer, researcher, um, to kind of set up this story for our listeners. So, tell us about why this is a big deal with Dwayne Haskins.
2: Sure. So, there was a report that was out that Haskins had actually went to a strip club on Sunday night after the game, after the, uh, after the game. And so there were pictures and videos that started floating around that he was, in, you know, maskless in the strip club. Um, NFL Network's Tom Pelissero reporting that the, you know, the club knows and that the NFL's handling it. Uh, Not you know.
0: when you say the club, you don't mean the strip club. You mean the club. Oh, excuse me. Washington yes, football yes, team yes, yes,
2: yes. The Washington football team club. So, so they were aware they're, they're you know, they've, They've spoken with Haskins. Haskins issued uh, an apology on Twitter. You know, he said he wanted to publicly apologize for the actions this past Sunday. He spoke with Rivera. He's taking full accountability for putting the team at risk. He did say it was immature and irresponsible, and he takes responsibility. He wanted to apologize for creating the distraction. Um, So that's what's set up. And then since that time, Tom Pelissero has also actually reported that the Washington football team has no plans to release Haskins right now, who was fined earlier this season for a previous COVID-19 protocol violation. Going to the nightclub without PPE is considered high-risk COVID-19 conduct, which is punishable by a maximum fine of one-week salary or up to a four-game suspension in this current climate okay. that we live in. Okay,
1: listen, you're not going to cut gonna sus- the guy for going to the strip They're not, not going to no. suspend him, and they're not going to cut him. They're going to fine him. But this is the problem. It's it's a it's a pattern. There and it is. So, what I tell people is, when he came out, he had all the tools. He can make every throw. He had all things. The question with him was, was he mature enough to be able to play quarterback in the NFL? And maturity has zero to do with what you're doing on the field. Maturity is in a pandemic where people are dying, and you've seen outbreaks throughout certain teams. You don't mm-hmm. go to a strip club. I don't care who you're with, if it's your girlfriend, if it's your boys, you don't do that. One, two, you don't film it or allow people to film you. That's the to that, me. That's the most that, egregious that's part the, of it. That is the part that kills me. And so, you, you, the crazy part is he actually played really well in the second half of that of that game against the Seattle Seahawks. Like they had was, a chance to win. They had a chance to win. No he doubt, was making throws and like, okay, maybe we can build off that. And then you go out and do that, like. I've been a person that has stood on the table for Dwayne Haskins. I felt like he didn't get a fair opportunity last year. I felt like with a new coach, they didn't really give him a chance. They brought in Kyle Allen, all these different things.
0: Here's the thing to me about Dwayne Haskins that he cannot help himself from doing. And I just don't get it. It's like every time he plays a game, he has to take a victory lap. Not only did you, I mean, you you played a little better, but you didn't win. What are the victory laps for? Now, listen, MJD, you played in the league a long time. You led the NFL in rushing. You made three Pro Bowls. All Pro is you were All Pro. I'm sorry, I don't want to times. leave anything out three there. Is, times. It, is there anything three? else? Yeah, three times. So yes. You want me to throw anything else you in there? You?
2: Right. You know, handsome man, lost, handsome man. I, well, as well, I appreciate I, that. I, I lost
1: I, the MVP to Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers as well, all right. in consecutive all right. years. Well, I mean, if either, you want to right put there. losing, you were right up right there for the running. I should have, I should have won it, but you know, if it was RB only, you'd take it. Yeah, I mean, one through 50, touch another one through 49. What can I say? Hey, it's a bad year to. So like let me sell. ask you to ball out, right?
0: Is that a regular thing for players <laughs> yeah. after a loss to go out to yeah. a strip club?
1: It, it, it's the guys have different ways of letting off steam. I again, when I play, some guys will go to strip clubs, some guys will go out to bars, some guys will go out to restaurants, some guys will go out to regular clubs. You don't have to go some home and guys, cry in a pillow after yeah, a you, loss. Yeah, like yeah, I don't have a problem with don't, him don't, being there. Actually, well, I, 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 I have, have, have a problem with him being there because. We're asking you for six to eight months, and this is, again, being a person that's been in a locker room, being a leader of an organization at one, one point in my life, if I was put in this situation, and I have always told people this uh, from the time that the pandemic broke out and all that was going on, I'm asking you for six months to just cool it.
0: Not You're talking th- pandemic. I, when I said I don't have a problem with him being there, that's I'm not taking the pandemic yeah, yeah, into but, but, account. Yeah, but but I'm I, saying but, in general, but yeah, that's in general, how somebody yeah, without, to go online, right, Yeah,
1: do your thing. That, that, but I'm saying in 2020 is is completely different because your actions can affect not only our team but my family, right? right. Because absolutely, yep. that that where is Jobs. where I get that's where I get a little upset because you don't know what people are dealing with at home yep. if they have underlying conditions in their household, whatever it may be. And you have to be aware of that. You have to have what we call social awareness and you have to understand as a quarterback, you are already anointed the leader of the team. That's right. Already anointed that. So you can't go out there and make those mistakes. And yes, it sucks. I, I tell people this all the time. Like it sucks to be the quarterback, one of 32 quarterbacks in the national football league, but there's a, a good price tag that comes with of that. But there's also the other part where you have to act as accordingly. You have to act a certain way. And so, to see this young man continue to make these mistakes over and over and over again, it becomes like like you just don't get it or you don't want to get it. Like, Because now I'm frustrated because as a person that's been a supporter of you and has stood on the table in the national media circuit and been like, he needs to get opportunities like this guy or that guy or that guy. We're not going to say any names. Um, I can't do that anymore because you So have, are you done with Hask- Haskins now? I, I'm I, – I, I, like that, that there – is just over the edge for me. It puts me over the edge. It's you're like done. I'm done. You're not bringing him back if you're Washington. Well, I, I think you bring him back, but you have to find. Right now, he's your only. Well, you can't be done with him and bring him back. No, what I'm saying, when I'm saying, I'm done with him. Is you're that as a support, as a supporter, as a supporter. Okay, I'm, I'm done with him. If I'm a GM of the Washington Football Team, or if I'm the president, or whatever it may be, we're gonna have to have to all sit down. I don't need Haskins in the in the room because we know what he's gonna be. Um, we have to decide if we're gonna try to mold him and work with him and fix him or are we going to move on that's that's the that's the next decision in the organization we have to have like do we draft another quarterback coming in this draft and try this thing all over again because Alex Smith only has you could tell like Alex is playing well but his body ain't going to hold up yeah. for 16 you know, I, another 16 32 games so we need to either figure out we need to make a decision today like i i don't like and i'm one of those guys i don't want one of those like oh let me get 24 hours. no no Right now, in this meeting that we're in, we need to figure out, are we going to ride with Dwayne Haskins? And, we're, and if we do, we're going to have to put up with some of this nonsense. Is going to pop up. It's going to keep popping up, right? So if you're Ron Rivera, what are you saying? <sighs> I, I got to see the draft, but, man, like, it's, I can't. You, to be honest, I thought Ron was crazy thinking they could make the playoffs. <laughs> I, I mean, he had, he must be a visionary. Like, and I can see, I can see through the, I can see the forest through the trees. Can you? But I really can't. But man, he must've saw this volcano erupting I mean, like a hundred miles away. Like, yo, we're going to keep going this way. Right. But like you are, you, that's the other part that gets me. You're in the playoff race.
2: Yep.
1: Right. Like you're you, right there? Do people know how hard it is? I don't think people understand how hard it is to make the playoffs. In my in my nine years I played in the NFL I made the playoffs one time. It was the hardest thing of my life. I was so I'm gonna tell you the play, making the playoffs was so hard. When I remember the after week 17 that whole week I went to bed at five o'clock. We get off at of work at 4:30. I'd be in my bed sleep by 5 p.m. out cold. Was struggling to wake up at 6 a.m. After the season? No, this is when we made the playoffs. We oh, made the playoff race, like the week you, before, you, the week of, the week of. Like so, week seventeen, we don't, we don't, we play Houston. We don't play, but I'm still like, I just like, it's just like your body's not used to making the playoffs, right? Like because you're in college, right? Then my first year we didn't go, and then my second year we make this run. You don't know how much energy that you exert the the mental that strain that you put on yourself, all those things, like every you're lifting harder, like you trying to get yourself prepared for. It, so you need to recover and sleep. I was going to bed at five PM And so this is my personal experience. But if if I if I know that we're having the opportunity to have a playoff push and what it takes to get there and what it takes to get through that. <laughs> a year over here, you know, like if, you, if if this was a regular year, go ahead. Do your thing. Ball out. But this ain't a regular year. There's certain circumstances that come with it. You've already been fine once this year, as we heard, from the for, from doing it. right? Like, and, the,
2: and the other thing, too, is that this team, like you said, this team is is trying to figure out to make this decision, whether they want to use it. This is the most pivotal time for Haskins to take that responsibility and say, hey, they're looking at me, and I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them that I'm the guy, disp- and then I'm going to show them that I'm responsible well, enough to I, be the guy.
0: To me, this is the final nail. Yeah, no doubt. Dwayne Haskins is in the dirt yep. in D.C., and Ron Rivera is not one of those coaches. Like, like, if Jay Gruden was there, and had he been a Haskins guy, and if this had happened on Jay Gruden's watch, shit, Jay Gruden might have been with him. Yep, you know no what question. I mean? Like, like Ron Rivera looks at this, he's like, you can't be serious mm-hmm. right now. You cannot be my starting quarterback, and lead this team, and make such a stupid decision off the field, and then be surrounded by people who are dumber than you, because they posted it on social media. Yep. So he's done. I, to me, I, I can't envision him being in Washington next year. All right, let's move on. Uh, this is what's fresh, boys. It's hot.
1: This is fresh. It's that uh, we need to get a uh, um, um, was it Krispy like Kreme, a Krispy tr- Kreme uh, uh, sponsor because these, these is hot takes. No, well, you know, no free, sign? no free plugs here. But when that the sign, when that sign there, I, that, I like. The I do, do like sign? that. Like the yeah, I hot think-
0: sign. Um, the uh, second biggest upset of the weekend happened last night on Monday Night Football. Cincinnati, a 14-point home underdog. Just the 12th team in the last decade to be a two-touchdown dog at home. They're 2-10-1 going in. They dominate the Steelers. This is how it went down. I know you were watching it and working last night. They led the entire game with a third-string quarterback, Ryan Finley, making his first career start. They forced three first-half turnovers. They were up 17-0. The Steelers passed for 19 yards in the first half and picked up two first downs. Cincy just dominated them in every aspect of the game. How does this happen from a team that won 11 straight games to open up the season, MJD? Uh,
1: Well, I'll say this. One, schedule helps out a lot. Um... And I'll also say this, the Pittsburgh Steelers have been ravaged by injuries. Um, they had their little COVID stint. And their practice schedule was off the last like couple weeks. You know, like they had the, the Baltimore Ravens thing that they had to wait like a whole another week to sure. play. And then had a short week again to play the Bills. All that being said, you had a full week of practice to prepare for the Cincinnati Bengals. The problem is, is that... There's been – you know, we always talk about uh, certain players when they play well Then there's a lot of tape on you. And then it's like, oh, this is what we got to do, like, to beat or to stop him or that player. Well, there's a ton of tape on the Pittsburgh Steelers on how to stop their offense. If you look at what the Baltimore Ravens did, if you look at what uh, the Buffalo Bills did and what what the Washington football team did, everyone's doing the same thing. You want to know what that is? Talk to me. Pressing the wide receivers – and they know Big Ben's not going to hold the ball because he don't want to get hit. So you're forcing him to get the ball out quick, and they're just being more physical than these guys. Tredavious White slammed Chase Claypool twice in that Buffalo Bills game. Von Bell lays a, the hammer on Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, what is it, Mackenzie Alexander's getting an interception. This dude, like, we forgot about him, but he was in, remember, he was a top draft pick for the Minnesota Vikings. He was supposed to be a guy that was supposed to come and change their program around. Didn't happen. He's in Cincinnati making plays. Right? They're just being more physical than these dudes at the end of the day. And this finesse offense of just throwing the ball around the yard, and I think Benny Snell said it best when uh, Aditi Kinkabala asked him what was the difference in the running game today. He said, oh, we just decided to call runs. You have to stop catering to these dudes, man. You have to stop catering to these quarterbacks if you want to win in the playoffs. This high-flying, high-spread, you know, throw the ball around the yard, it doesn't work because – It works for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but they throw the ball down the field – around the yard. And they still can run the ball. Let's remember they rushed for 260 yards against the Buffalo Bills when when they had to. Um and big Ben ain't Patrick Mahomes. But it worked for 11 games, right? They were doing this for 11 games. I when we remember we had this conversation uh I don't know if you were here Matt, but we talked about when real football is played right after Thanksgiving. Mhm. What has been happening after Thanksgiving? We well, got to run the ball and play defense. Man. Well, they not they not they. Well, their defense is banged up. Right. They can't do anything. And to that point,
2: on running the game, on running the ball. Pardon me. Uh, since you know they were eleven and zero, but since week seven, okay, since week seven, don't give them a stat that helps me. The Pittsburgh football team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, have had one game. Where they've rushed for over 100 yards since week seven. Is that one right? in yeah. their last four games, including the they Bengals less game last than night. They had 50 yards rushing they're, before they're, the Bengals Their game. rushing totals in the last four, starting with Cincy, then going to Buffalo, Washington, Baltimore 86 yards, 47 yards, 21 yards, 68 yards. That's their rushing total. And in each of those games, only one against the Washington football team, they turn the ball over once. Every other one of those games, those last three games, they turned it over multiple times. If they're not careful with the ball, but more importantly, if they can't get a run game, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the foundation of running for the NFL, and they can't manage to do this, they are, they are going to crash and burn. And if I can make one more point here. So we will touch on the Jets uh, with the Rams game, but the Jets had nine fewer wins than the Rams entering this week. The Bengals had nine fewer wins than the Steelers entering this week. This is the first time in NFL history where two teams lost to opponents with at least nine fewer wins than them in the same week of the season. And you can point right to the Steelers and not being able that, to run yeah. the ball as part it's of that the reason same, they can't same do with it. the Rams. Well, and we'll part of the issue has been
1: James Conner, right? Yep. He, he's missed a bunch of times. He, but he, he's always missed a bunch of time, and they've known that. That's why they've drafted they drafted uh, McFarland in this draft in like the sixth round or something like. It's, it's, it's less about the runner in this situation, Dan, and I, and I, I never I – ha, we have to call this out. When you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, they, that's not the same offensive line that they've always had. It's, they're not as dominant as they used to. It was a fourth and it was a third and one against the Cincinnati Bengals, and they got stuffed. And then they went for it on fourth and one, and this – I've never seen this before, but Benny Snell dove over the top on fourth and one in the middle of the field. You only do that on the goal – like on the goal line. And there was no push. And so right now, this this offensive line they're struggling. Uh, uh, Villanueva is getting beat by uh, was it um, Carl Lawson from yep. Auburn was just yep. wearing him out. Um, they were I mean both tackles are just getting beat like a drum. Like this isn't the same football team. This isn't the the same Steelers offensive line. It's not the same Steelers quarterback that we're used to. And they're down to their third middle linebacker. They're down to their third yep. middle linebacker. You don't have, you have your second pass rusher. You got a safety plan. like. They are somehow somewhere they have to get healthy and it doesn't help, especially when your team is beat up and we talk about social awareness to be dancing on people's logos, man. Juju, like, but, dude, but you gotta I, do it for the I, TikTok I, world. I but that's fine. Like and Juju is gonna make a lot of money. He's, all that sponsorship. he's Juju is first of all, he was one of the first guys in the league to have his own like production company with him at all times. Very smart of him to do that off the field. But when you're off the field starts to affect the team on the field. It becomes an issue, and it's like this. It's like having bulletin board material week in and week out. Like, well, we're gonna slap them, but you might as well just tell me you are gonna slap the Bengals when y'all see them because you' dancing on their logo, and, and everyone's like, you got a teammate recording it. It's just like so. I'm glad. So I'm glad you brought this
0: up because you you saw obviously uh, the Von Bell hit late in the first quarter where he just got flattened, fumbled the ball, led to the Geo touchdown. So that affects the game. Von Bell said, "We saw the video." We saw the video when he played Buffalo and Jordan Poyer said the same thing too, man. Like, dude, we're not into that. Right. And I'm just wondering, does it actually make you play harder and more aware when you're going up against no. somebody like that on the field? What, it, what does, it does it help?
1: Is, what it does is it, it allows you to hide your senses of opportunities, right? So that hit on the bond build took on him. He probably wouldn't have hit him like that. If, if he wasn't dancing on the logo, if that makes sense. Like he probably would have wrapped him up and just tackled him. But that opportunity presented itself, and Von Von Bell was in that situation. He's going for a home run and tackle. He, you know, we talk about. You know, uh, I don't know if our listeners, if you ever go online and look up cleans, and they have to, you got to get your hips through power cleans, power cleans. Yeah, that's how you hit somebody, right? If you really want to hit someone, you got to throw your hips into it, and they'll go flying. And sure enough, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my god, this is like I have that same exact hit in high school that it, it happened uh, a while back. But um, when that hit happens, when that comes, when that play times up like that. Oh, it becomes a problem. And this is the other thing. Big Ben shouldn't have threw him the ball. It was third and seven. You threw a two yard route. And guess who's coming wide open right behind him? Chase Claypool. And so it's a bunch of situations. Big Ben trying to get the ball out. Juju's dancing, and it times up perfectly where I get to just light you up. And I mean, he took his shot. And so Mike Tomlin, our Didi Kinko Bala, tweeted out that Mike Tomlin said he's going to talk to Juju about the dancing on the logo because it is about respect. Because you need to respect your opponent. Let me say this. I, I'm a big fan of jujus
0: and I, I like the way that, that he plays. He's not. The, no, I know. I'm, I like the way that he plays the game. And I think that this TikTok stuff he's doing is very, very different. Cause I heard somebody else bring this up. than what Antonio Brown did in the locker room with the Facebook live stuff. Yeah, I think it's very, very different. It,
1: it is. I mean, Antonio Brown just recorded their like celebration before. He recorded the post game speech, yeah, post game speech, which you're not supposed live. to live. Right. So that gets out, and that's again bulletin board material, right? The Patriots hear that right. they they do their thing. Before the game, <laughs> i I can only I can only speak on this at once. Uh, one, this only happened one time, and and I I remember it like it was yesterday. It was my junior year in college, and we we're playing SC, and we have to run by them at the Coliseum, right? Because they warm up on the fr- the front side of the field, mm-hmm. you warm up on the back side. It's very smart of them too, But you have to run by them always. Um and. We didn't go on the logo or anything, but like one of their guys that got in our way and I was like, oh, it's like, this is what it is. Like just that. So we're jogging down the sideline. One of their guys, they're doing their drill. He runs in our way. Sparked something up right then and there. They had the coaches had to break us up. We we're about to start fighting. So imagine as a, as a man. And again, NFL is different. It's not like college where you're more, you know, emotionally invested. But you still like have pride in the city that you're playing for. You still have pride in your teammates and your coaches because you see the hours they put in, and that logo represents so much more than just the or the Cincinnati Bengals, right? That B just to players represents so much more because as a kid, like you're taught, like this is yours, you got to protect it, all these type of things. That may be worse than what Antonio Brown did, really, I, because he does it week after week after week, and to me, it's like, oh, he just thinks that fat meat isn't greasy. Like he, he just thinks that it's okay to do this. And as a defensive player, which I was in high school, um, I remember playing teams like teams are going to spit on our logo and do all this stuff, but you are just making it worse. This beating is going to come down much worse now because I'm, we're going to find a way. If 11 guys want to get you, they'll get you. You're going to touch the ball enough to get it. If you watch, they were all over Juju. Everywhere he was, they were all over him. And then you can't get mad when Mackenzie Alexander is high-stepping off an interception that your quarterback threw and then hit him as he's five yards out of it. You can't get mad at that, right? So at the end of the day, I think what Juju did, and again, Antonio Brown got fined a lot of money for it. He should have never did it. Like Those are special moments. And that's why I think his was such an issue because it was like that intimate moment with your team. Right. Juju does this before the game. Like, as people are warming up, he goes up there and dances on the logo. Like, that's just so disrespectful, man. Are you more worried about uh, the Steelers or your Rams going
0: into the postseason? If, assuming the Rams can can yeah. get there.
1: Well, this is the thing. Um, the Rams, I don't know what happened to them watching that game. I was like, wow. like They were Sam, looking ahead. Sam, no question. Sam I, Darnold, I kept waiting for the moment they are going to come back. Sam Darnold was, like, on fire. The guys are running wide open. They're not – you know, communicating—it was just a bunch of craziness.
2: Ty Johnson making um, a great touchdown. Well, that catch. first, that
1: first, that first touchdown—it was like the linebackers were supposed to shift mm-hmm. over and run and cover him. They didn't. They both covered the tight end. No one's—you're in man-to-man. The guy's running wide open. Sam Darnold gets the ball out in .8 seconds, whatever it was, and you got a touchdown. Um, I think, I think they overlooked him. but I also think that they came out with a great game plan. Like they tried to neutralize Aaron Donald with a quick passing game and just running the ball. And then defensively, man, they just. They knew. They saw. They they figured that they were. Quentin Williams was better than Austin Blythe, and they attacked him. They attacked the center. Like literally, they were just getting pressure up the middle for for the whole first half.
0: You know, it's funny you said neutralize Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald still had like ten pressures in that
1: game. Oh, he I mean, did. he, oh, still he was, was pre- all. He was still he was player. Oh, he was all over the place, but he didn't. He didn't sack. Like, or no, he did. I think did he get a sack? Check that. I'm not sure if he had a sack. I don't know if he had, had a pressures. sack, but he was like he was smashing Sam Darnall all the time. I just think that, and this is where where I say the Pittsburgh Steelers may be going the other way because they play the Colts and the Browns, the Rams. This might have been a wake up call because they play well against the Seahawks. They just match up better. They're five Seahawks. and one yeah. against Seattle, yeah, and then, know, then they're last six. six and zero against the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Right? They just match up well with those teams. Um, but like that, when you get embarrassed like that at home, and you're the one team, like I remember this speech. I, I said it in our pregame. We were playing. We had just played the. Either Cincinnati or we just played Detroit. One of the two. Well, we're about to play Detroit. I don't know if we just played Cincinnati, but we played Detroit. And Jack DeRio goes on the board. He goes, "Look, we we will we will not lose this game. This is the bottom of the barrel. They are un, they are defeated, and we will keep them that way." That literally that was a speech. Like we need to practice. Not our undefeated. Best. They haven't won a game. They they were defeated. They were defeated. They yeah, were they defeated. were purely yeah. defeated. Yeah, they had been defeated, and so we beat them, and then we played the Bengals. That same speech wasn't said before we played the Bengals. And Ocho Cinco came out and goes, we're the best 0-8 team uh, in league history. And he wasn't lying because they came out and got after us. But I wish he would have had that same speech. Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Let, needless to say, the Detroit Lions ended up going and 16 that year. Obviously, they're in the Hall of Fame for that. But that's your mindset. You have to go from – because you're now you're playing against a team that the Jets have nothing to lose. They've already lost. Like, they're, 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 there is no hope for them that anything positive come out of this but a win, right? So you have to be prepared for fake tr- – all of it. They're the fakes, uh, everything. And, you know, it's it's a game of inches. And they had opportunity. opportunity. Uh, Simba Webster breaks a punt return. If you score that punt return, we ain't talking. We just like, oh, the Rams struggled against the Jets. But, you know, but no, you, it's a game of inches. You get tackled. Jared Goff goes deep on third and fourth down. Mm. And guess what?
0: They got to clean up those turnovers too. I didn't realize this before uh, this game went down, and I looked a little bit deeper into some of these numbers. But they've turned the ball over every single game this year, and there's only five teams in the league that have more than their 22 turnovers.
1: Yeah, and you know they, they had 21 turnovers as a defense, and they were like even on the, the uh, turnover differential deal. So now they're plus one, I think, right? Yeah, I believe so. And you're about like you can't do that in the playoffs can And the, this is the crazy thing. I'm going to say this, and people are going to blow. People are going to go crazy when I say this. And Brandon Flowers, I had him on the UK show, and he said the same thing. He goes, The Rams can beat everyone, and they can lose to everyone. Well, they're, you know? they're, and that is the truth. They yep. can beat any team in the National Football League except for the Niners.
2: They're
0: the most consistently inconsistent team this year. They haven't won more than two games in a row all season long. Right.
2: I mean, tell me what their identity is. Are they a team that can that can line up backs and just plow through you? Or are they a team that can finesse you and go over the top of well, golf? Or are they a team that struggles it, which with one each week and needs to figure it out as yeah, the game goes along? Yeah, and tell me That's if you disagree with yeah. this.
0: But offensively, they don't have that identity. Their identity right now
2: is defense. Yep. They're oh, a top yeah. three defense in the league. Oh, yeah. And they're but, about to go into Seattle without Cam Akers and trying to win they, this they, game. They
1: beat they they'll they Akers. Seattle I know,
2: Cam but Akers. it's a, but but they're two different teams at this point of the nah, season. not
1: really because that Seattle
2: a, defense
0: it, is better than, than there
1: it was when they played. They it was better than the first eight nine was, games of the season. It was, but I, I keep telling you guys, there's an issue when your safety leads the sets a sack record. That becomes an issue. He's not a safety. He's not a safety. He's an outside linebacker. So yeah. if they catch him in coverage, which multiple teams have, and he's been beaten, that happens. On the other side, Aaron Donald and this defense, they do a heck of a job against mm-hmm. Seattle's offensive line. And when you acquire Jalen Ramsey, you acquire him for one reason, one reason only. And that's to do what he's DK. always done. to not—to to, He hasn't had to cover... One receiver for the last couple of weeks.
0: You you talked about Jalen Ramsey. We've talked about Aaron Donald. Those are the Rams' two Pro Bowl representatives. That's it. Um, and when you look at these Pro Bowl lists, there are a lot of snubs. There are a lot of snubs yeah, every no. year.
1: I mean, but there are guys like DeForest Buckner. How on earth, Trey Hendrickson? But how thing, does that not happen? Remember what the Pro Bowl is. That's what people have to realize. The Pro Bowl is a, it's about fame and being recognized and the fans are a third of the voting the players are a third of the voting the coaches are a third of the voting the players and this is a trick that people do you vote for like the guys that don't so that you can get your votes up you know what i mean like you, you that vote is for like, so selfish oh people do it. Well, so tell listen, me how this well, goes listen, down let me tell you, let me tell you what happens when you when you just uh introduced me what'd you introduce me as a uh, three-time pro bowler that's right so why wouldn't I, for the rest of my life, be known as a three-time pro? It's a tag you have. You, you have every forever. time you're introed. For, anyway. for some reason, they keep forgetting the All-Pro, but that's that's another. we like work on the that. All-Pros obviously all-Pros much, much much better. It's, it's, it's a step underneath the Hall of Fame, so that's why I feel like people should say that more that a Pro Bowl. All right, but it's I'll All-Pro. Is but it, it three-time? Yeah, oh yeah. All right, I got you. No question. Um, <laughs> but anyways. And those were getting some top-notch backs. I mean, those were the years where Adrian Peterson was rushing for two thousand, and yeah. Chris Johnson was rushing for two thousand. Adrian Foster was doing his thing. So, Ray Rice tell, was in there. Can I, I mean, tell you a
0: funny story? So, you met a couple of my buddies at the at the nine hundred club over there. Oh, you giving shout outs for free yeah, now? Yeah, I'm giving free shout out. Okay. They they've hooked us up. I like Diamond Dave over there. Anyway, so my buddy has his kids in there. Matt, you'll like this. And he kind of re- he he kind of recognized you, but he texted me. He's like, "Dude, is MJD in here right now?" I'm like, "Yeah, go say hi." So he did. And they talk for a little bit. So he gets home. His name's Silas. Great dude. So he gets home with his two boys and they watch MJD highlights on YouTube oh, for nice. like an hour nice. and they are all in. So I had to go over there the next day and I see the boys and there's the first
1: thing they said, how's MJD? How's it's MJD? Like, hey, I think those are the, I think they had a dog in the, in the 900 club at that time. <laughs> they may have. Yeah, they, had, they brought their dog <laughs> in there. They were cool. We, I met them. Yeah, on Uh so
0: take me but take me through the voting process for the players because this is obviously yeah. there are there are contract incentives that are tied. Oh, to this, listen! But I feel like a lot of players are going to take it gonna seriously. I'm going to give people,
1: yeah, I'm going to give no people take it seriously. That's why you do it. Like I remember in my, I'm giving you all my personal business, but it's neither here nor there. And I was old when I was playing. The numbers must be higher. I had uh, two hundred fifty thousand with the Jaguars if I made the Pro Bowl. A Pro Bowl incentive pro for two hundred fifty grand. Okay, I had a Reebok for like incentives in all my contracts. So like if I was leadered, leading the league in rushing, first team all pro, second team all pro, uh, Pro Bowl, AFC Player of the Week, AFC Player of the Month, you get incentives for everything. All that is incentivized in your contracts, right? If you do it right. But shoe contract right. too. Yeah, every every contract. Okay. Any contract that I had, there was. We say every contract. What did you have besides the shoe? Audi, contract? I had an Audi deal. I had a Win Dixie deal. I mean, they they had incentives in all those? Yeah, because it's it's notoriety for them, right? Wow. Like they get to put that nice. on on the on the stuff, right? So you get all those things. Um so when you talk about being a pro, that's where again where the selfishness comes in, which I'm not mad at. But I would I would vote fair because I didn't cause at the end of the day it didn't bother me. Like I was like, look, like, I put we we're putting this work in, so it is what it is. But some guys will um be like, Hey, put this guy on there, like the third guy. Right? Because if you vote for the third guy, that means the first guy gets less votes, and then you, you hopefully you're, the other guys do it. You don't way. want to vote for your direct competition yeah, at you, that Yeah, position. pretty much. And so we, um, but it's like offense votes for defense, defense votes for offense. So the defensive guys, like, hey, don't vote for him, vote for this guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and I get, look again, I don't know if guys are doing that now. I mean, it, it wasn't, it was an old trick the guys used to do to try to get to the Pro Bowl. Um, and the Pro Bowl is completely different now. Like it started to change when I was getting there. It's completely different now than what it was when I was playing, um, because back then no one missed. Only one person really. Well, because it was in Hawaii. Well, not because it was in Hawaii. Remember, it used to be the week before. It was the week before the Super, before the Super Bowl. Bowl. So if you played in the so Super, you Bowl, in the Super you Bowl, you would you sit missed. out, and yeah, the alternative right. would come right. in. Right. But yeah. when I was playing, they switched and they flipped it to being at the end, and then a lot of guys were like, like "I'm not doing that anymore." No but lo- anyways, at the end of the day, like Pro Bowl is more about. Like being famous. That's why like Pouncey made it. Even That's though James third. Robinson so, didn't make it. Yep. Well, James, Ro- this is the issue. And, he's and, and third uh, in the NFL rushing. He, right is, now. he is. He is. He is. He is. But his team has only won one game, which makes it harder to run the ball. But it, but it doesn't matter. He like it, it. All that comes into play when you talk about it. Like. The Raiders were way better. So Josh Jacobs is a more notable guy, right? Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb was going to make it regardless because Cleveland votes. They vote. I mean, they had Peyton Hillis on the cover of Madden, right? So, (laughs) like, Nick Chubb. And then you weren't going to put him over Derrick Henry, right? So, and there were probably other backs in the AFC, too, that they were going to start giving some love to before him. Even though he played lights out, you got to just understand, like, that's just kind of how it goes. You're, you're You're one of the only guys on this team. I don't even know if the Jags, did they send anyone? No. No. Like so No starter,
2: the, no starter.
1: Right. So that's that's a deal. If you look at the NFC, I mean their running backs are even crazier. the, the one guy that that, that that blows my mind though is Bob Tanyan.
0: League, how he, he didn't make it? He didn't make it. Robert, Robert Tanyan. instead Evan Ingram makes it who yeah.
1: by the way, Evan Ingram has
0: one touchdown catch this year. Which but again And Robert tanyan everyone, everyone, leads the every, league.
1: Everyone knows who he is, like yeah, and that is how it goes. All right, so
0: it's
2: it's a popularity contest. Yeah,
0: and and the players know. It. I I think that's interesting though that you sometimes
2: yeah. will vote for a guy that oh, is not yeah. your direct. By the way, Dan, I wanted to ask you one question before we keep going. Please do. Um, when your friends were watching uh, those Jags highlights and watching MJD, did they yeah. mention anything about the? St- Dick that he put on Sean uh, Merriman. On Merriman, yeah, we've talked about that before.
0: Yeah. I've actually talked to Mer- I've had Merriman on the podcast. I just had mention You got it. uh, to <laughs> gotta give the man the due, the credit. I, I, I love I love Sean, but yep. that was a good, clean pop. We was? had I think we had, I don't know if we had you guys together, but this is years ago when mm-hmm. Sean Sean did about a year at NFL Network. Yep, and we'd like you know we'd do stupid shit at the end of the show and just show like clips that embarrass people and. Uh, and we showed that one. he talk? handled it. He handled so, it. it gonna, so great.
1: this is—I want people to understand. It's like why it's a popularity contest because I was like a good fantasy footballer for my rookie year, but it wasn't like you know. After I hit that dude when I blocked him, oh, I was making the Pro Bowl every year after that, wow. no matter what I did, because people for was, that hit because it that I put was you I, on the I map? put me on the map where people I became a household name and it was like mm-hmm. oh you could do this and blah blah blah, and I never I never wanted them to say no, but like. It wasn't anything I was doing with the ball in my hands. Nope. Like, that's that like my biggest play. Like, that is my biggest play you in scored football. a touchdown on that play. Could, uh, they did, yeah. You know, yeah. I, and I, I
0: hope you don't take this in a disrespectful manner because that's no. not how I mean it. But I, I feel like because you're shorter than a lot of guys, it's yeah. like an underdog mentality, or and people root for the underdog. And I, so I think it makes you very easy and lovable and
1: likable. Well, I, I feel like it gives people hope. Right. Like it's like, you don't have to yes. be six eight three sixty 360 to right. play in yes. the national football league, which again, like I tell people this all the time. Like when I was younger, I was the bigger kid. I just stopped growing when I got to high school. That's all it was. Like I was, I was above average height all throughout eighth grade, the whole nine. I get to high school. Everyone starts growing. Sophomore year. I start growing. Then I stop. I don't know why it just so happened that way. It is what it is. But people look at me and they're like, Oh, well, if he can do it, you can do it. Which is, I I, I wish everyone can do whatever they want to do. Um, but that hit definitely made it was kind of David Goliath, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Then that was his heyday too. Like right. Sean, Sean well, had he that. He was just coming off that the suspension. Oh, he was yeah. just coming off suspension. Yeah. But
0: that was his in, in the middle of his run where that oh, was, the, was the prime like, of his oh career. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. He he was, had, yeah three kind four of, year that, stretch. That put that yeah. sat him down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got to ask you about Trevor Lawrence because uh, this is fascinating to me. It is. You know, now that um, the Jets have won the Jags are in the driver's seat for the number one pick. And oh, by the way, I didn't put a button on this earlier, but with the Cincinnati win, that locks up the fact that the Jets and Jags will have the first two picks. We don't know the order for sure yet. Depends on the rest of the season. Uh, That remains to be determined. But if you're, if you're Trevor Lawrence, okay. Do you want the Jets or the Jags? Let me, let me lay out a few things for you here. He's tight with the Manning family. We're 16 at Clemson because of Peyton. He attended the Peyton Manning Passing Academy. A lot of people did. Uh, a couple of years. now. that's true. He's, he, he texts you know with Archie occasionally. Um, and there were two different options, right? Peyton. I went to school with Peyton at Tennessee. I, we graduated the same year. He went back for another year. Eli. Why did but, he go back? I,
1: I don't know exactly. Was because I don't, he was going to get drafted by someone bad or no?
0: I can't remember who had the first pick that year, but I, he was seriously thinking about coming out. But I, I, who... Look that up, uh, Bubar, if you don't mind, who had the first pick that year. Because the, but by the way, Indianapolis wasn't like a primetime yeah. destination for quarterbacks either. But he didn't force their hand. They had the number one pick. He went and played there. Eli, his brother, obviously did. He told the Chargers in San Diego at the time, I'm not going to play for you. And that was all Eli. A lot of people say, oh, that's Archie who manipulated that situation. He didn't, right? Smart so here, move by Eli. Here's what, here's what Trevor can do. He could leverage the situation. He could tell the Jets he's not gonna play there. And, and I, I can't really blame him. Since 09, the Jets have used a first or second round pick on Mark Sanchez, Geno Smith, Christian Hackenberg, and Sam Darnold. Ooh. Sam Darnold might be you know an incomplete at this point, but as of right now, it hasn't worked out for any of the four quarterbacks. And the Jets, if you remember, the Jets hate to be embarrassed as an organization. I actually got mandates that, listen, don't bang on the jets too hard. You know, that, oh, yeah. that, that has come down. We've, 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 we've hit that, them enough. We've gotten
1: that with a, with a, with a lot of teams. A lot of teams. Though. Absolutely. I mean, you're at the network. That's what absolutely, happens. um, this is what I'll say. And I, I've, you know, I haven't had my chance to put, put it in the, uh, put it in, um, the, uh, Jacksonville's ear, but I would love to come down and be a consultant. Um, and I'll tell you why. Well, so here's, here's what, okay.
0: I know you want to be consoled, but first... I mean, I'm going to tell you why, though. All right, Let go, me tell all right, you why. Go.
1: If go. I'm the Jets, if I'm the GM for the Jets, I don't care what Trevor Lawrence wants to do. <laughs> Could care less. We, if we have the number one pick, guess who's coming to, to New York? I don't care how happy you are, not happy. This isn't a... Go back to school then. It doesn't bother me. But if if we have the opportunity to draft him, I'm drafting him. You know why? Because this is... not the, the NFL is not like... Regular society where you get to pick and choose where you want to work. No, you get drafted and we're paying you X amount of money to do a job, period, point blank. And if you can help us win, guess what? Trevor, here you go. Here's the Jets. If I'm the Jags, because I know Trevor Lawrence is from Georgia and all, he may not want to go to Jacksonville, but guess what? If I'm the GM, hey, come on. You come (laughs) out early, I won't play. That's completely fine. We have your
0: rights. But would you waste a number one pick if no you're the question. Jets or the Jags when a guy could sign a shoe contract, get $10 million bucks to sit out?
1: But, that, but that, that, there's no way no one's giving him ten. First of all, 10, there's no shoe contract worth that amount of money in football. Uh, okay. Odell Beckham got the five. big one. He got five a year, and that's because he's a rock star, a world, like he's like big, big as the Beatles. But it
0: was a five-year deal for 25. Somebody would give him a deal where he, whatever it is, he could make it worth his while to just sit out and train and wait it out and be drafted by another team. You, you can't, can't afford to do that if you're the Jets or the Jags.
1: Why not? Because you drafted the city. We're already, and we're already bad. What's the word we're gonna be we're gonna be bad again? We've can been you, bad for years. Can
0: you imagine if you draft a quarterback who says, Listen, if you draft me, I will not play for you. And then he proceeds to not play for you and, and you've fine. wasted
1: the number one overall pick. That's, that's fine. not fine. That is fine. Because guess what? As long as I have your rights, and people are going to say, because they, they, I think there's a thing like if you don't play your rookie or you can go back in the draft. No, the league ain't going to have that. The you NFL, can't just change the the rule after the fact. But the, rule, NFL will, the NFL will change the rule after the fact. They've done it multiple times. They will change that rule if the Jets draft Trevor Lawrence and he doesn't play the whole year. They're either going to give the Jets the number one pick again.
0: They can't do that.
1: They're going to have to do something to compensate no, them for that. You can't do it. Why not? You can't compensate stupid. How is it stupid? I drafted the best player available.
0: If he tells you I'm not going to play for you Dan, and you proceed Dan, to draft
1: him. Dan, well then he won't play in the NFL. Because either he's playing for the Jets or the Jaguars, because we drafted him, or you just won't play. It's very simple. We own your rights. Once I draft you, I own your for rights. For a year. And That's then fine. you can go
0: then you can re enter the draft.
1: You can, I guarantee I guarantee you. And you just said it. How powerful are all these, all these people that run these teams? Uh, do you not believe they're uber powerful, Do you, you can't not believe change a rule after the fact, Damn, they can change. They change rules this year.
2: Well, this year was different. We also, voted on it. Who
1: did the, the player
2: association and the owners? They, they yeah, had to but, come to but, agreement. They, it, they didn't listen, just change listen, it on the fly. Uh, as a
1: guy that's been in those meetings, right? As a guy that's been in, in certain meetings with certain people that run teams, they can do what they want if they want to. No, but the, the optics are far too terrible to do something
0: like that at that point. And by the way, there the precedent has been so set who, before. So, who, so
1: who's, who's going to go to then? Well, if I'm, he doesn't go to the Jags or the Jets, who's going to go to? Well, no, I
0: think he will end up going to the Jags or the Jets. But my question, the way I wanted to pose the question
1: before you went on your rant. It just, it just baffles me. Who would you want to play for if you're Trevor Lawrence? The Jags or the Jets? Oh, I'm, I'm going to go with the Jets all day. Really, New York media—you make money for it. if you. And this think is coming from this. a guy
0: who spent almost his entire
1: career oh, in no Jacksonville. I, and I, I listen. I love Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is a great place. But if you're talking about you want to be a star, how about you just want to play? No, nah, don't give win. me that. Don't give me and that. And you want to win? Don't give me that because this isn't. We're in an entertainment business. We're not in. We're not in. You know, the supermarket. How about business. from a lifestyle perspective? You still want to? Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a little bit of this, a little bit of this, just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I played with a guy by the name of Rashad Jennings. All right, yes. when we were in Jacksonville, Rashad was a backup. We were in the running back room together. We pushed each other. He was awesome, awesome. Right, had some of his best games of his career were in Jacksonville. He leaves Jacksonville, goes to Oakland, plays a year there. Leaves Oakland, goes to the Jet, the Giants. Right. Plays with the Giants for, I think, two or three years. Had some decent games. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Yep. Just decent games. Yep. <laughs> Next thing I know, he's on Dancing with the Stars. Yep. Next thing I know, he has this. Like It's completely different lifestyle. It's a completely different. Your life is completely different being drafted by the Jaguars or being drafted by the Giants or the Jets. Your life is completely different being drafted by the Jaguars or being drafted by the Rams or the Chargers. Your life is completely different being drafted by the Jaguars mm-hmm. than the Washington football team because the media market there allows you to do so much more and grow so much more. And there's no disrespect to Jacksonville because when I was there, I loved every second of it. I had Campbell Soup deals. I did all those things. But it was a, a lot harder doing it in Jacksonville than it would be doing it in New York City. Okay. Okay.
0: But this is what I want you to and think about. I'm
1: about to give you this. Okay, go, go. Go. Eli Manning, why did he not want to go to San Diego?
0: Well, because they were not a good organization.
1: Okay, that's fine. You can say that too. The Giants were just as bad around that time. Publicly,
2: that's what he said. He's like, right. I don't like Spanos. I didn't care for the ownership. He didn't like the direction that team was going. That's
1: fine. He said all he said the right things. Right. But let's be deep down inside. Like he wouldn't have that watch deal that he had his whole career when you know what I'm saying. He wouldn't have a lot of stuff that he had. Playing in the Giants if he played for the Chargers. Look at Phillip Rivers. Would did Philip Rivers have any of those type of endorsement deals? Not particularly. Okay, and Philip needed it. He he got a lot of kids. He needed that extra cash. <laughs> but <laughs> he also right? never won a Super Bowl, let alone two Super Bowls but but what I'm saying is if you do that in New York City, if the if Trevor Lawrence goes to New York City and the Jets become relevant, Mark Sanchez went to the AFC championship game and and we remember how bad he was when he played. He is all over ESPN right now. That is true. No,
0: there is no doubt that there's playing in the big apple catapult big you apple. to bigger things or So, why would, so why would I want to do that? Because here's why. Here's why. Because you're getting ready to marry your high school sweetheart. You're you. from small town Georgia. You're uber religious. You're from the south. What Jacksonville's like with- six hours from home. And here's the other here's the other part. And this is the most important part, I think. Because you play quarterback and you're gonna be the number one overall pick, the money is not going to be an issue because your next contract is gonna be, that, it's gonna be a $40 million a year contract by the time he gets his second deal. So- If
1: he earns that, yeah. And,
0: and look at what Patrick Mahomes has done in terms of marketing. Look at what Baker's done in Cleveland. Cleveland's a medium-sized city. No, But
1: it's a, Cleveland is a, no, no, no. It don't is. Do that. From, a, from a television market from a, standpoint. Yeah, but Cleveland Cleveland's is like one of the, the original, they're one, one of the, the original country. franchises. Oh, I get it. They're they're a, they're a great NFL so, town, but it's a medium-sized But they market. have a big fan base. You, they have, do. you 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 talk about a huge fan base compared The Jets have a huge fan base compared to what Jacksonville has. And I'm not saying that the Jags fan base is bad. I'm not I to be honest, I get what you're saying, but from a from a football player standpoint, if I want to maximize my cuz this is what we're all about, maximizing your earning potential, it's better to go to New York to do that than it is to go to Jackson. No,
0: there's no doubt. There's there's no doubt. There's no question about that. And I think you say from a football player, it's really from a fame standpoint.
1: No, it's no, it's from it's from anyone. If 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 I have if, let's say if me and you are working at a grocery store and I can leave this grocery store and go to another place to earn more money, I'm going to do that. Of course, that is that is the American way. So why are we trying to tell this young man that, yeah, you may you know what. You may go to Jacksonville. You may win a ton of games, and people act like as as good as Patrick Mahomes is. Imagine how good he would be if he was in New York City. Just imagine,
0: Odell Beckham. Well, he's not going to be any better. You're just you're just saying how much bigger he would be.
1: Oh my God. Oh, oh, how much like we would talk about him in a different line. Like He would win Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl after MVP after he, it, it, they would literally change the MVP. To his name, if he was in New York City, I'm telling you because that's how powerful the media is. Am I Am I lying?
2: I, I mean, no, you're not lying. Oh, you're not lying about the no, Beckham media had one catch, right?
1: That and he played lights out, one catch blew him up. He could have been, first of all, if he was in Jacksonville and made that catch, like only the Southeast would have saw it and it'd have be been like, oh, good job, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But he did that in New York City on Monday night against the Dallas Cowboys. There's no bigger stage. Yep. There's no bigger stage. Yep. So when I say this, and it, it, as a competitor too, this is. And again, I've listened to um, Trevor Lawrence speak. I understand he's religious, all those things. But he's been in the limelight already. You play for Clemson. You've won. You've won national titles. You've done all these things. What is the but difference? But you play
0: for Clemson in South Carolina. Look no, at what he he's, he's achieved there in South Carolina. Like I understand your point about. L.A. and New York and Chicago and there is, New York's different
1: and you, I, I get Chicago that. is crazy like, if you played for those big cities, I although can, I don't although wanna, you
0: can't really lump L.A. in because oh yeah New you York, nah, well, no, well,
1: what do you mean to leave just to leave L.A. is a huge market It's
0: just you no know, it's the second biggest media market there is it's just not a big NFL
1: market, it is when you win
0: yes. It's, it is a winner's market. Although the Rams went to the Super Bowl, and, and they're, it, and they're and still what? not more popular than that's the, the, one the Trojans. Thing that, that's the one. But, thing but, that, that but the, you got to
1: remember, they've been here. Remember, LA left, and then they came back. Right. The and came back. The Rams left and came back. The Trojans have been here. The Bruins have been here. The Kings have been here. The Lakers. Have well, been because here. of that, the Clippers it's have not been here. NFL, it's not a. It's
0: in my mind. It's not a top five NFL oh, market right so, now. So,
1: so that this is where you're wrong. Because when they first got here, all you saw were billboards of Todd Gurley. You saw Jared Goff billboards. You see all the shoe deals, all the things that they're doing. Shoot, keep. you called a game with keep to leave right off the field. You know how he got that? Because he was in L.A. And he got to see Fox. Like, like L.A., You it's un, unlike New York where you need to go out there and play ball. Like, like Victor Cruz another great example. Another great example of New York. Undrafted guy out of Massachusetts. Makes a couple big plays. Preseason game is when he Pre- yeah. blew up. In the yeah. preseason. In the preseason. He blows up. Crew. All of a sudden, he's on, you know, he's extra, E he Hollywood, he's doing all... Salsa dance, that was it. Salsa dance. What I'm dance. trying to tell you, and what I want our listeners to understand, I get it from a, like, the Jag fans may be upset with me, but if I'm a quarterback, and I want to maximize my earning potential, because at the end of the day, that's what we're talking We're playing a game, we're, we're I, playing a game for a King's Ransom, yes, but it's my job to go out there and make the I don't most think there's any question
0: possible. about that. I just wonder if, if, you're, if you're Trevor, if maybe you, you say, take
1: less money, would you?
0: Uh, would you take less? I think
1: if I were an old soul and I were Trevor Morris. I'm Lawrence, asking you, Dan Helley, would you take less money? No, I don't think I'd take okay, less well, money. They're less, they're not less, but he I may be think, different than I me. I don't think, he may, he may be different. Are there guys that ever take less money
0: to go from one team to the other? I took less money. Do, 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 do you think, do you think Willie McGinnis took less money to stay in New England? Do no. Do you think a lot of, no, he, ask, went, he Tom went to Brady? Cleveland. Yeah, at the very end. Uh, let, and by the way, that, I, wasn't, that, say, that wasn't that wasn't that was Willie's let's say, choice. Let's not
1: say Tom Brady, because there's there's rumor has it that Tom was making a lot of the money. Whatever, Tom the Brady was
0: making less money in salary than he could have somewhere else. No question, to stay in New England. No question. And a did. lot
1: of players have done. You told me you took. I less took less money, money to go, go to home. Oakland. To go home. No question. Yeah. Should have never did it. Worst decision <laughs> of my life. <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like this is a life All experience. Right. Don't ever always fall. Always chase the cash. I. You'll never go
0: wrong. We God, this has been so good. I, I have here, I, I think the Bills are the biggest threat to no, KC and the AFC. not even close. Hold not, on, let's talk oh, about it. Oh, not even close? I time. was going to
1: save this for next week. No, no, no. We got time. All right. We got time today. This is only audio, close. so. Yeah, well, this is the thing. They they got slapped in Buffalo. You forget that the Chiefs played them. You are, do you have the stats? Yeah, I can pull them up. I know Clyde Everson-Lair rushed for almost 200. Or like, no, he might have rushed for two hundred on them. Or as a group, they rushed for over two hundred against them. This is that's just off the top of the head. I don't I don't remember exactly well, what it we're was. We're looking, we're
0: looking. Okay. Clyde
2: Edwards-Helaire in that game at Buffalo, which the Chiefs won twenty-six to seventeen. Edward who is now injured, ran twenty-six times for one hundred and sixty-one yards. He averaged six point two yards a carry that day. What's he done since then?
1: Not much and yeah, exactly. got hurt But that's what I'm trying to tell you So if they can run the ball against them And and they haven't done much And you're expecting the Buffalo Which I think the Buffalo Bills They are a really good team But they're just not ready yet For what the Kansas City Chiefs are Because they can hurt you in so many different ways it's, They can run the ball They can throw the ball Think about this Against the New Orleans Saints this past uh, uh, Sunday <laughs> Patrick Mahomes The game is on the line They're about to run the clock out they get the first first down. They throw the ball to Travis Kelsey. Who in their right mind throws the ball in a four-minute situation with the game on the line? Kansas City Chiefs. Then guess what? To close the game out, to get the, the second first down, you know what they did? You know what they did? They turned around and hand yeah. the ball off to Le'Veon Bell, who then looked like Le'Veon Bell of the Pittsburgh Steelers, didn't he? He looked pretty good. All, yeah. all of a sudden, it's like, oh, what's going on? They have so many different ways to beat you offensively. And what it does is it puts pressure on your offense to go out there and execute at a high level, which allows their defense to take advantage of your mistakes.
0: See, what what you have done is you have taken the question I've asked and you haven't answered it. I didn't answer no, it. No, you didn't. Because no. are they, they're they not False. the big... So who's a bigger threat to Kansas City? Kansas in, City is the only threat to Kansas City. No, that's not the question.
1: You that can't is answer. the truth. No. That is, that is a true statement. If you can't score 40 points, if you can't score 40 points, you will not beat the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Who's a bigger threat than the Bills in the AFC? I don't
1: to I, be, I don't think there is one. I I only team that I would say cuz I don't think the Bills are better than the Ravens. I I think I think the Colts You don't think the Bills are better than the Ravens? They're going to play in the playoffs and I think the Ravens are going to beat them. Mark mm. this right now. What uh, time is writ- this on the
2: team? Written down. Who, hey, well, who they didn't they play last year? 57 written minutes written down in. Down didn't they play last year? Bills over the Ravens.
0: Yeah. A different different team this year. They didn't have Stephon Diggs. Uh, Allen is an entirely different
1: quarterback. Yeah, but guess what? The Baltimore Ravens have found their identity, and that is what's scary. And the way things are going right now, if Pittsburgh, I'm, I'm just going to put this out there, if Pittsburgh beats the Indianapolis Colts, guess who gets in the playoffs? The Ravens. The Ravens, because they have the tiebreaker over right. there. If Pittsburgh beats the Cleveland Browns, guess who gets in the playoffs? Because I don't think see the Baltimore Ravens losing to the Giants – or the Bengals, because they have to win to get in. Um, who do you think gets in the playoffs? And no one wants to play a team that has found their identity. That are literally they had a old lineman run for a first down the other day. I saw <laughs> okay, that was, everybody's that everybody's running the ball up there right now. He That's tuck, he tucked that ball. Yeah, in and, and try to run over my dog over Miles you. Jack. Yeah. But this yeah. is what I'm oh, trying yeah, to yeah, tell you. They have found their identity. Another the so, thing, they're getting healthy,
0: and that's the scary part. Okay, so you're saying the Ravens are the biggest threat to Kansas City? In the AFC. Even though they
1: get they got slapped early in the year, yeah. yeah. I think mm-hmm. they're the I think they're the biggest threat. So you're not. Uh, that, let me. You're not buying the Titans. I, the, listen, I, I'm not because uh, defensively it's going to be an issue. Yeah, and so Chris Jones is a problem uh, in the middle for them.
0: I, as you know my affinity for Tennessee, but they have 14 sacks this year. They, they, they no get
1: zero pressure. On you, the and, quarterback. You, if you better, and if you go give my homeboy, Patrick, you ever met or, Have you met my homeboy? Yeah. Patrick? Many, many a times. Yeah. If you give him a lot of time, it's, it's going to be a problem. Many times. They All got right. too much speed out there running around. All right.
0: I, I, I love what the bills are doing. I love what they're doing on offense. I, do too. I don't think I we think talk about, there's so many guys on that team that, that, that we don't talk about enough. Their offensive tackles have been playing great. Oh my
1: God. Hold on. Who's the right tackle?
0: Um, why am I blanking on both of these guys? I forget guys? The, the left tackle Oh, Deion Dawkins yeah. and and, uh, and Daryl Williams
1: So Daryl Williams locked up T.J. Watt Yeah On yep. Sunday night I mean And they didn't slide protection to him either They let him go one-on-one with him You got him So that, I mean, I'm like, okay that, 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 mm, You're telling me something I just don't And as much as I Because again, you guys know I love Stephon Diggs We had him on the show On the podcast He's been awesome He's a beast He's like, I mean, leading the league and All that He's, he's awesome it's just a different monster when you're playing the Chiefs. No, man. I understand. Like, I'm not saying they, they're they as that, good as the Chiefs, the Chiefs, but they're the second best team in the AFC right now. Yeah, but that don't, what does that mean? It means
0: they're the, the Kansas, biggest
1: threat, too. No, it doesn't. I keep telling you, the only team that can beat the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Because when they lost to the, 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 the Vegas Well, and the
0: Raiders. And the Raiders.
1: They, why did they lose to the Raiders? Mahomes because played horrible in the first half. And the Raiders went up top. He threw an interception, and the Raiders were scoring on every possession. Because the right? Raiders
2: didn't, because the Raiders didn't have to punt or and, kick field goals. They took the opportunity thing. to score touchdowns. And this when is they the other thing:
1: to. they scored forty points. Yep, them boys played bad and scored thirty-two. That's the golden rule. <laughs> <laughs> so if it, so so as so
2: what you're saying? So if it's not the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs being their own, being their own, being their own worst enemy, you don't think the Bills can hang with them?
1: I don't, I don't think, I don't okay. think any. There's no offense right now that can.
2: That can that compete. Can, that can like, in All order right.
1: to beat them, you have to hope that they play bad and that you shorten it. Like it's like what we saw the, from the Cincinnati Bengals and what we saw from the New York Jets. You have to shorten the game and hope that you get some turnovers and you get a, a special teams boo boo, and then then you have a chance. Mm-hmm. I
2: just got to think that for the defensive teams that are out there right now, if the Steelers shape up, I mean they obviously have a great defense. And the other one is the and the other one is the Colts. They, they play.
1: offensively. They can't. The Colts may have a chance. Mm-hmm. But they play so much cover too, man. Like yeah. he gonna get, he gonna See, do his thing. I,
0: I don't, I don't feel like the Colts really have a chance. I feel like Buffalo
1: can go toe to toe with them. When you look at they the just pieces, lost on by offense. nine at home, in a rainstorm, it was you forget it was a storm out there they were playing in. And you know what Kansas City did? Forget throwing the ball. We're just gonna run it down your throat for how many ever yards they did. We want to. They did. They and did. The yeah, og- that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's, 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 they, they. They have a chameleon-like aspect. If we talk about the Patriots, Patriots. right? That's what they—they want to throw the ball and beat you, but they don't have to. And then Patrick Mahomes run the option now, like.
0: To to me, I look at Buffalo, and one of the reasons I think they're a better team than when they played a few weeks ago is because they've improved dramatically. Well, defensively and in the third quarter, in their last three games, they have outscored. 49ers, Steelers, and Broncos 41 to 10 in the third quarter.
1: Yeah, I just
0: I, I think a lot of games are won and lost in the third quarter, and a I lot think of that's games coaching. Are won
1: and lost, period.
0: Well, yeah, but, but I just I think the, you don't think the third quarter is.
1: It depends. Important. Like, no, is the most did, important quarter no. outside of the fourth quarter. Nope. Because the how you start. Let's look, for example, what happened these last couple weeks. The first two quarters were the most. Important for the Cincinnati Bengals, yeah, they, and New York Jets. It, true. They jumped out to big leads, right? Then you have to play catch up. So it don't matter what you do in that third quarter, right? You still are playing catch up. So for me, it's uh, for me, it's it's more of when we talk about the Chiefs. Like I think, like I said, I think the Buffalo Bills. I just don't know how they're gonna. Last year, they played the Baltimore Ravens, right? And Baltimore got after them, and I and I get it. Um, it's a different team, but Baltimore is starting to find their 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 mojo. And when Superman came out of the bathroom for whatever he was doing in the bathroom or cramps or whatever (laughs) everyone wants to talk about, that became your signature moment for that team. And if that team makes the playoffs, which I know no one wants them to. People, like right now, the Ravens are hoping the Raiders beat the Dolphins, which I don't know is going to happen. They're hoping the Steelers, are rooting for the Steelers to beat the Colts, which I don't know what's going to happen. And they're rooting for the Giants to beat the Browns, which I don't know what's going to happen. But if they let them do boys in, that defense is healthier, they're starting to play better, and Lamar Jackson has figured out that he can, he should be running the ball, and when you get in lane, you take off. Yeah, I know and he's that figured that out, but
0: here's the reality, hard. when you get in the postseason and you have to come back from 10 down, you can't always run the ball, you gotta throw the ball. Yeah, he throws it. And I don't know that Lamar's totally figured that out yet, we've seen the regression what, this what, year. Is, what
1: did he do, well the regression was they 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 were trying to get him to be something that he's not, which they did against the Tennessee Titans when you throw the ball 61 times. What happened in Cleveland? Remember, he took off running like he was gonna take off, right? And what did those two DBs do? They let their guy go and he threw the ball. That is what scares defenses about running quarterback. So if Lamar Jackson gets to, continues to play the way he's playing, I don't know if the Ravens may be the team that gets after the Chiefs, right? Like there there's some the AFC is a the AFC tough, is, is tough. It, it's really tough. The NFC is a different story. The AFC is tough. But I, I'm telling you, the Chiefs, to me, they are the cream of the crop. What they did this weekend, they well, went every test. of course. No question. But it's, it's not no question, though, because there, how many times have you seen Super Bowl teams? They've won
0: 22 of 23 games. Like, they last once in 23 games. Nobody's questioning that the Super Bowl champions are the best but team But how many NFL.
1: times do we see Super Bowl champions not play well the next year? That's the thing. Oh, absolutely. This, These this is not still, one of those they're instances. They're still rolling, which yeah. scares me. No, I, I totally agree.
0: We need to do some game picks. All right, let's go. All right. Um, but first, let's take a quick break. like to tell you about Greens Plus, a health food leader since 1989, known for creating the first ever blended green superfood powder and the first company to infuse that green superfood into a bar. Their bars and powders, they're good. Man, I have these things all the time. They're the most effective way to improve your immunity, detox your body, boost your energy. And get that nutritional insurance that your body deserves. It's all organic, gluten-free, and premium green superfoods give you what you need. You can get it at Whole Foods, Amazon, or just Greens Plus with free shipping. Get 20% off when you use the promo code HELI. That's 20% off when you use the promo code HELI. Can I recommend the chocolate protein bar or that uh, wild berry superfood powder that I love to put in smoothies all the time? At Vaco, the motto is, we invest in your career so you are here for the duration of ours. Vaco is a premier talent and solutions firm that provides boutique-level service with global reach in areas of consulting, consultative project resources, executive search, permanent placement, and strategic staffing. You need somebody to fill that C-suite position? Vaco has you covered. Their areas of expertise are all over the board. Accounting, finance, technology, healthcare, IT, operations, administration, or international managed services. They've been around since 2002, and they've grown to serve over 40 markets across the globe. 1,000 employees, 5,000 consultants, and $750 million in revenue. The company was started by my good buddy, Brian Waller, among others, back in 02. And at Vaco, they do it right. Check them out, Vaco.com. That's V A C O.com for more information on how Vaco connects people to their dream jobs and helps leading companies find talent to grow their business. So, I don't know if you've heard about this company before, True Niogen. Uh, they invest in their long term health and help you invest in yours. I think you should check them out. There's a new trend in the scientific community that surrounds the health of our cells. And it affects all of us from the weekend warriors like myself to former professional athletes and current professional athletes like MJD. We have something in ourselves called NAD, which supports our energy and our body's ability to repair itself all the way down to the cellular level. Well it turns out that NAD declines as we age. It also declines when we over exercise, don't sleep enough, and even when we're exposed to a virus. There's only one NAD booster that is backed by Nobel Prize-winning scientists, 10 published human studies, and regulatory approval for safety. That's TrueNiagen. Additionally, TrueNiagen is NSF-certified for sport. Visit TrueNiagen.com to learn more. That's T-R-U-N-I-A-G-E-N.com to learn more. I've now been taking this stuff for four months. I haven't been sick. Feel great. Feel healthy. Check out True Nige. Welcome back. As promised, time for our game picks for the week. As I mentioned earlier, we're going to have one game on Christmas Day, mm. three on Saturday, mm. and then a full Sunday slate. I, the reason I love this is because it's great and for— day. Monday. Da- and a Monday. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's great for uh, Daily Fantasy, for it DraftKings is. Daily Fantasy, because you can play like three different games, right? You can play the Saturday games, and they can do the Sunday games, then you can do the primetime games. Love it. Um— Okay, Bubar, what
2: were the standings between MJD and myself going into the week? All right, so entering week 15, MJD had a one-game lead. MJD was 53-32. and 32. Dan was 52-33. and 33. Nice race here. MJD pulls up week 15, 5-1. Yeah. Always nice, always nice. Okay. He, did, he did say we, that we, if Alex Smith plays, he wanted Washington, but if Haskins played, he wanted Seattle. Unfortunately... He picked Washington, regardless of who it was. And that was his loss. And Dan comes in. Week 15 goes undefeated. Oh, I didn't even know
0: that. Six oh. Are you serious? And oh. Stop it. Oh, uh, my we, God. We knew Six that was going to happen. 6-0 oh. oh this week?
2: So now, oh entering goodness. week 16, the, in fantasy, biggest week nah. ever, week 16, we have a tie. Got we out. are at fifty-eight and thirty. I need such both? a hurry to stop talking about it. Real quick, week. very I just punched fast. you right in the dick. No, God, you I, did. I did too. It feels no, you so good. Didn't. Yes, I did. Oh. Dan,
1: I was gonna pick the Seahawks, but we had the same picks. That Whatever. would have been fair. It, it might like not either. have
2: been one of those full punches, but it was one of those ones when you walk by
1: someone, you just no. give them a little tap, like a little and like, oh, flick, a oh, little, little towel it. Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah. That's little just little it. Just graze Give the high Make sure your finger's okay. Then high five up top, and you get them with the other hand right below. All
0: right, game picks. Let's let's start on Saturday. It's the 49ers at the Cardinals. I mean, this has been a total free fall for the 49ers. They've um, lost six of their last seven injuries and then having to go to Arizona. It's just taking a toll at this point. And turnovers a huge issue. Eight straight games with multiple turnovers. Three last week from Nick Mullins. Dallas hung 41 on them. I mean, that what, what more do I need to say at this point? Uh, and you know, like we both have an affinity for Kyle. I love the organization.
1: They need a better backup quarterback. There's, they do. Need, there's they multiple do. times that, that Jimmy Garoppolo's gotten hurt without a back, and they don't have a capable backup starter.
0: They might need an entire new quarterback room.
1: I think they, they may be in the race for Sam Darnold, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals, listen, Kyler Murray's running the ball again. Um, 400 passing yards last week, career high. Yeah, they, and that against a really good Eagles defense, too. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to go with you on this one. I'm going to pick the Cardinals
0: as All well. All right, I'm going Cardinals, 33-26. I think there will be some points scored. Uh, this is an interesting one, sort of. Dolphins 9-5 and five at the Raiders 7-7. Seven and seven. That game also on Saturday. Two of three games on Saturday we're giving you picks for here. No Derek Carr, most likely, so it looks like Marcus Mariota. Mm-mm. I'm going to get the start. Played pretty well last week. This Dolphins D is so stout. What? Well, I've not even finished saying what I'm saying. You're going to cut me because off. Because
1: I have to say this. Like, Tell me. It's easy for a guy to come off the bench and play well. What what? Because the defense hasn't prepared for you. Look at all the games. Remember when Herbert first came out, right? And they he had the Chiefs on the wire in LA. And he was playing lights out. there. "Oh my god, Herbert's the best. like people weren't prepared for that. If you're not if you don't prepare, Mario doesn't throw a pass in a game in like a calendar year. But you don't but there's certain ways you okay, they didn't they couldn't account for his running ability, remember? He took off and was yeah. running on the Chargers. Um, and yeah, he made some good throws But now you have tape on how he plays You have tape on how they're going to call the game with him The Dolphins, it's a, it's a little bit different When they have tape on you And that's why I always get hesitant When people are like, oh, Mariota should be the guy Like, he was a guy in Tennessee, remember? And it didn't work out
0: He got better for three straight years And then and then he regressed um, Here's the deal The Dolphins ran for a season-high 250 yards mm. Against New England Savon Ahmed uh, is there? He's their best big play back in terms of ripping off big plays. Small back and, out of out of Washington, and he he's the first Dolphins running back to run for over a hundred yards uh, in thirty-one games. And they get Miles Gaskin back, or He should be back as well. So I I don't know. I I thought for a while the Raiders were a dangerous team. I think they fall below five hundred losing this game to the Dolphins twenty-four seventeen.
1: Yeah, I I have the Dolphins in this one too. I think um, it's really their defense. They they. they um Flores has done a great job of really getting that defense going. The different blitz packages, the way they play man to man, they have three corners that can cover, safeties that can cover, Rose a safety uh, uh, that was a corner at first in is in the league. So they 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 have a matchup problem. And yes, you have to try to stop Darren Waller, but I just think that the the Dolphins are just going to be better offensively uh, this week. Colts Steelers, Uh-oh. do the Steelers get
0: back to Pittsburgh football? Uh, against the Colts. Um, I don't have a pick. Of, what are you looking for? Are you looking well, for what I I was, looking, a pick? Yeah, I was wondering where your pick was. I, I, I was undecided <clears throat> on Oh this really? Game. I'm well, going to decide right now. Say that, because that definitely happened.
2: Sam so J. He's going to have to pick on his own, uh, not based on the way you pick here? Well, yeah, so I'm going right, to let you
0: lead this off with this question. Did Big Ben turn 70 overnight? I it, had 60 it, on here, but he looked more like he was Oh, it,
1: it looked bad. Um, they say for all the time when it comes, he don't knock on the door. He kicks it open. Um, it felt like it, that just kind of fell off for them. I think Pittsburgh, um, even though they go to the playoffs and they, you know, they they may make some noise. It's time to start drafting a quarterback in the first round here in the next year, like this year. And so, um, with that being said, I'm I'm gonna go with the the Indianapolis Colts in this one. I'm gonna take the Colts, man, and 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 the reason I'm gonna take the Colts has less to do with. Uh, Phillip Rivers and T.Y. Hilton them throwing the ball is that they are running the ball like nobody's business right now. Jonathan Taylor's running. We saw what Gio Bernard was able to do with a, a offense blind that was probably not even close to what the, the Colts are going to bring uh, with Quinn Nelson and the rest of the gang. I think that they're going to run the heck out of the ball. So
0: Yeah, I think they are too. and I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I'm going to go Colts here 20-17. to 17. Oh, Okay. I had to put that in there so we could document it. I know B yeah. bars writing it down, too. All right, Eagles and the Cowboys, two bad teams, but uh, playoff implications on the line here. Yeah, Dallas looking a little spry after they've won two in a row. Andy Dalton's playing well. They're running the football. Um, listen... The Eagles are a better football team Ooh. now. The Eagles are a better football team with Jalen Hurts, your quarterback, than they were.
1: Wow, that's big time for you to say that. What, what do you mean? I'm, I'm not Carson burying Wins Carson Wentz forever, uh, but, but he's Jalen burying Hurts... burying himself forever. For but supposedly. Jalen
0: Hurts, is um, he's given them... It's like been an injection of Red Bull. There's just more energy there. There's more confidence there. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I'm picking
1: the Cowboys. Mm. Yeah, so this is where we're going to split Okay, uh, I'm going to take the Eagles. I believe the Eagles' defense, uh, the way they competed going across the country in, a, in a, a hard-fought game against the Arizona Cardinals, I think the Eagles may have found their juice, their go-go juice. And they may be a game or two too late because they probably should have benched uh, wins earlier. But um, Jalen Hurts has given them a lot of energy and his ability to run and break tackles and the way that defense will play. They're not going against uh, – uh, DeAndre Hopkins this week, right? You're not going against Kyler Murray, who can run all over the place, and no, you're going to still go against a stationary quarterback. And let's remember, like this Eagles defense is what won in the game last time against Ben DiNucci. I think they'll do it again. So I got the Eagles.
0: Yeah, no, no Ben DiNucci this time. Uh, Andy Dalton, same person. uh it's not the same person. Right, Stop different it. Different person. Stop it. That different is, hair. That is so disrespectful. Different hair. That is so disrespectful. All right, I'm going Cowboys 21 17 here. Rams at Seattle. We talked a little bit about this game. Um, When you do the the kind of deep dive into the history of of these two teams, you realize that that the Rams just have them figured out, man. (laughs) They've won five of their last six. You know, know, the
1: one they lost, you know what that was on? I can't remember. Uh, Greg Zerline missed a 46-yard field goal. A very makeable field goal. A very makeable field Mm -hmm. goal to win the game.
0: Seattle's defense is improving. We saw that at the end of the game against Washington, right? Dwayne Haskins and Washington had the ball in the 23 over a minute left. They had two sacks on the series and then hurried Haskins again. So the defense for Seattle is getting better, but I think history is an indication of how this is going to turn out. There, there is no Cam Akers, he's not going to be there, but they have two other serviceable yeah. running backs, and I think they're going to be just fine. I, I, and as I said earlier, the Rams are the most consistently inconsistent team in the NFL. After losing to a team like the Jets, I, I think they're going to come back here and beat Seattle, and I believe that locks up a playoff spot for them if yeah, they win, they right, will, if they
1: write the ship. Well, they have to win, and then they will own the tiebreaker against the Seahawks. If they win the next two, they will be uh, NFC West champs. You'll get a home game here in L.A. I, I just think this. They match up better against the Seattle Seahawks than they do a lot of teams in the AFC. Um, the way they play their personnel, offensively and defensively. They match up better. You talk about Jalen Ramsey on DK Metcalf. You put the other guys and the safety over the top on Tyler Lockett. Uh, they do a great job of keeping Russell Wilson in the pocket because you play him and Kyler Murray twice a year, so you, you know how to play against them. Uh, offensively, Sean McVayt has uh, a beat on what the Seahawks want to do. He just knows what they want to do. If they want to sit in that cover three, he can do that. They know how they're going to play cover four. And this new defense where they're using Jamal Adams like Troy Polamalu, they're doing some great things there. So, again, I'm going to pick the Rams. I always pick the Rams. But I'm going to pick the Rams because I I believe that they have the opportunity. They have the best chance to win this one.
0: Next up is – The Titans. We're gonna split on this one And the Packers, yeah. Uh, We're gonna split on on this one. Oh really, this is interesting. Um, Because you you always pick the Rams. I almost always pick the Titans. You do. And I am not doing it here. Okay. Because I just feel like, if you're not going to pressure Aaron Rodgers, and as we've seen, that defense has been the Achilles heel of this team, specifically um, on the edges where they just, they can't, they can't get to the quarterback. They only have 14 sacks all season. Um, both of these teams are high flying, man. Titans are tied with Kansas City at thirty one point one points per mm-hmm. game, highest scoring teams in the NFL. Green Bay's right behind them at thirty one. Even, um, Aaron Rodgers is twenty and two in December at Lambeau. You want to know who
1: beat him in December in two thousand eight? Did you guys? Yeah, we did. Really? Mm-hmm. What did you do that game?
0: Uh, Don't lie, because I'll have you look go, it up. Go right look now. it up.
1: What did I do personally? Yeah. I scored. I think I scored twice in that game actually. Um, one receiving, one rushing. Okay, I don't yeah. know how many yards. Multi-purpose. It was. Yeah, I mean that was that was before they liked multi-purpose backs. That's what I was so. before they. Yeah. Uh, Lt was a multi-purpose back. They liked multi-purpose backs. But the Lt was that was it though. It was like me and Lt out there in these streets.
0: You're saying you would be more beloved now? No question. Would,
1: would you I, Would you say you think you had in that game? I had two touchdowns. In '08. Yeah, you did. I know I did. You're one rushing, run receiving. I just told you that. I know. Okay. Well, I just had to confirm. What, what are the
0: What are the What are the yards? The receiver was like twenty. I mean,
2: I mean, listen, they were playing at Green Bay. So I
1: mean, it's no, we tough were playing in Jacksonville. Oh, oh these, excuse me. Excuse me. All, quali- quali- all these qualifiers. All these I was giving now. you the benefit of the doubt. Well, don't thinking don't he, do had, that. he only
2: had he only had twelve for forty eight. Rushing, right? Rushing. Yeah, yeah. you're because in Jacksonville.
0: I'm talking about Lambeau Field. He's 22 in December at Lambeau. Yeah.
1: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I beat him. God. <laughs>
0: All right, we've already did but this
1: already, Oh, also let's get back to
2: it. We had to let you know well, Jacksonville a, did win that game By the way 20 to 16. Just thank you. So clarify. Thank that. you We yes, did sir. win that and you game. did have
1: two of the touchdowns exactly for the 20 points. Exactly. Thank you. So anyways They the Packers struggle against running backs and what did the Tennessee Titans want to do all the time? Everything that when they scored the how many points they scored against Detroit all off a of play action pass because yeah. they are gonna run the ball at you who wants to tackle a 250 pound running back when it's below zero or ten degrees or whatever it is going to be in Green Bay this so week, so you're
0: going to pick the Titans and, pick- and I make me pick against him, so I can't. Yeah. I'm rooting for them to win, so I'm rooting against myself in this game. Wow.
1: Hey, listen, I, I'm going to take the Titans in this one. I, I think that, mm. um, and this other thing, we you didn't say this that about Ryan Tannehill, how he's the number one quarterback since taking over for Tennessee in the National Football League since being the starter, named the starter. He has many touchdowns. He has a better pass rating than Patrick Mahomes. And I forget the, whatever the else the stat was, but he's playing at a, at an MVP level as well.
0: And you know what else is an and interesting, he's athletic. What else is an interesting uh, correlation here is since Tannehill took over, Henry has been better, light years better than than yeah. he was. And so they make each other better. Um, God, you almost make me want to reconsider this pick, but I can't. I can't do that. Don't I'm, do I'm picking it. the Packers thirty to twenty eight, um, and I don't. I don't really believe it, but I'm doing it. All right. Um, primarily because it's at Lambeau. Bills
1: and you know your boys trying to get 2000 too. So oh yeah. he's going to rush for about 250. So he needs like 330 yards or something. 3
0: like that. something. Um yeah, so he needs Definitely over 100, doable. about 160 per game I think to Definitely get Definitely doable. I hope he gets it. The, uh, God, I hope he gets it.
1: He's play That's going to be their second second or third 2000-yard rusher.
0: Well, yeah, Chris
2: Johnson.
1: Uh Eddie George didn't do it? No. Okay, so Chris Johnson. No, yeah, Chris Johnson.
2: He needs a uh, he needs 321.
1: It was, I was close. He See? needs 321.
2: 160. You know how many rush attempts he has in the year? 321.
1: Oh. Is that right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Um,
0: all right. Bill's Patriots. Um, the the Patriots, this is interesting, opened as uh, underdogs at home by almost a touchdown to an AFC East team for the first time in almost 19 years. I think it's very clear who the better team is in this football game. I think it's uh, I think the Bills are going to take this opportunity to just step on their throat. Cam Newton – is a fascinating case study to me because I have no idea where he's going to be next year because he's probably not going to want to be a backup quarterback. He has not played like a starting NFL quarterback uh, this year. He has not. He's throwing every time he throws the football. So it looks like I, there's something wrong. That's fine.
1: That's fine. That, that's exactly the same reason Tom Brady wanted to get out of there. Is the same reason why he looks bad. Who is who is he throwing the ball to? Jacoby Myers. Exactly. Who who who's their leading rusher? Like. Is it is Damian Harris? But he was on IR in the start of the year, and then he again. Michelle, like they haven't. and Their O line has been beat up. Like, and I'm not here to make excuses because Cam has looked played poorly in games. But if we're gonna say we can't, you can't really give. If we're gonna say that about other quarterbacks, like oh he needs guys around him, you got to say the same thing about Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Well, there's for no sure. one around him. And then this other part, half their defense didn't play this year because of COVID. Right, they opted out. They were the
2: they had the most opt outs of any team yeah. to start the season. So
1: you you're out here playing with,
0: you know, you're going all deep, dude. I'm just talking about an eyeball test. Cam doesn't I'm look just, right. Cam, Cam, he Cam is not he 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 may, good this year. He, he doesn't look want, right.
1: But he's not. Who's he throwing to? No, I get it.
0: I I, I get it. He's he, not. Throwing he looked to, well throwing to Greg Olson. Yeah, I mean Demir Bird and James White and Nikhil Harry. Like I I understand. It. Okay. I, they who's have that? not dra- who's that? They have they have not drafted well. Who's that? That's a great question. Exactly. Let's, that's what I'm talking about. Let's look at, that is a
2: Dalton Keene. Okay. Oh,
1: yeah. Tied
0: in out of Virginia Tech. Yeah. 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 Oh, you're keen. not a big
2: fan of Ryan Izzo?
1: <laughs> I'm a big fan of Devin Asiasi. I mean, he ain't on there. I mean,
2: Dante right, so Moncrief, I, Burner.
0: I, I think our pick's going to be the same here. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills as well. All right, I'm taking Bills 33 to 20. Um, That's our picks, man. Week 16, I'm pumped. Happy holidays to you guys. If you yeah. made it this far in the pod, uh, A, thank you very much. And B, please take the time to review and rate on iTunes. It uh, helps out the pod. It's good for business. Um, Shia LaBeouf even says it. Just do it. Just do it, man. Just do it. Bubar, happy holidays, my friends. Happy holidays. Merry Uh, Christmas to you both. We are are, uh, in the midst of uh, Hanukkah. Are we still in Hanukkah? Uh, Hanukkah's past.
2: but uh, How far past? uh, It ended uh, about four or five days ago. All right. last uh, End of last week. We... Hanukkah hadn't ended from last pod, so since this is the oh, next so, that pod, so that's why yeah. right. yeah. all right, we're well, we're happy, wrapping it up. Good uh, cheers
0: around. Happy post Hanukkah. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, MJ, yeah, and guys. the family. Right. Enjoy. Uh, any right.
1: any big plans? No, just hang out, and then I have work on Saturday. I had to work. The, I got to do the triple header pre pre game, halftime, and post for all three games. Man, all right, workaholic. Cool. We'll Man, be I'm just with uh, to make it as much as I can. Yeah, make it happen, Cap, and I'll be with hey, you. I'm just Gar. trying to. I'm just right. trying to uh, capitalize on my potential earnings, as everyone should. Hey, you and you and Trevor Lawrence. You're trying that's to get right. that generational wealth, right? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. He, he needed. You he want to go get it.
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas, Trevor Lawrence. Hopefully, you decide go with your heart, man. If you want to go to Jacksonville, go to Jacksonville. Don't don't listen, to MJD.
1: Oh, whoever has the number one pick, that's where he's going to go. Yeah, no, I agree. Because I mean, let's okay. just be honest. I've talked to too many. Oh, by the way, talked to too many scouts and GMs who have said like he's the next coming of Andrew Luck. He's yep. on that type of hype. So. Yep. Oh, yeah, he's, he's the once every 10-year So he's going to be the guy that's going to go number one, regardless of who has it. Yeah,
0: 100%. All right, Merry Christmas to everybody. Rate, subscribe, review. Love all of you. See you next week.